Welcome to the Kill Rock Podcast. Today we have Jimmy Smith from The Noise, and this is yours truly with their song, Kids. the 22nd episode of the kill rock podcast i am your host keith settles last week we had two episodes we had colors band out of florida uh former members of the band burden of a day who are signed to rise records they're getting ready to release their debut album next year as well as announce uh the label that they're signing with uh who knows what label that is, but they have signed a label. They announced it here on the Kill Rock Podcast. Stay tuned for that. We also had that band Shrapnel here. No need to really talk too much about them. This week, 
we have a good friend of mine. Uh, we went to school together at the Musicians Institute in Hollywood, California. His name's Jimmy Smith. He writes for the blog uh, The Noise, and you can check them out at bringthenoise.com. They cover heavy bands like Every Time I Die, Volumes, um, all sorts of bands like that, and we'll talk about that during the interview. Don't want to spoil too much. But this was a fun opportunity for me to uh, talk with an old friend of mine about the music that we love. Uh, I'll let you know this isn't the most informative uh, interview episode, whatever, but it is fun. Uh, we talk about the noise. We do. Uh, we talk about music. We talk about music we love. And so if you want to hear about two dudes talking about music that they love, stay tuned for this interview. I promise. It's fun. Now, if you guys want to support the Kill Rock podcast, I say this every single week, and you guys are doing such a great job. I want to thank you guys. But for those that are new to listening to the Kill Rock podcast, podcast the, po the Kill Rock podcast, you could support the Kill Rock podcast by doing just a few simple things. Uh, you're obviously listening right now, right? And I'm sure if you're listening, you might have downloaded or you're listening to us on the KillRockPodcast.com. Both ways are great. We appreciate it. Subscribe, though, on iTunes as well. If you listen to Stitcher, subscribe on Stitcher. They have a new relationship with Deezer, and we'll talk about that in the, uh, the next coming weeks. As soon as I get a grasp of how this podcast is going to uh, cooperate with Deezer, We'll figure it out in a few next few weeks, but when we do, we'll talk about it. But subscribe on uh, Stitcher as well as iTunes. You could share it with your friends. Please share it with your friends. Let them know that the Kill Rock podcast exists. You could rate and review us on iTunes as well as Stitcher. You could also email us at kill.rock.podcast at gmail.com. But if you're going to rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher, please do. Uh, it looks really good on Adalinux. We'll get on the charts on those two sites. Uh, and we're not strangers to being in the top five on Podomatic on the rock charts, as well as the top 200 of all the podcasts on Podomatic. So let's get up there on iTunes as well as Stitcher. And if you are into donating financially to the Kill Rock podcast, please do. Uh, there's a little PayPal link on killrockpodcast.com. Also, if you're an independent band and you want to get your music out there or possibly an interview with us, please email us your stuff, kill.rock.podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear your music. And you can follow us on Twitter and check us out on Facebook. Yada, yada, yada. But now, I'm going to cut this short. No, Nothing to really rant about this week uh so we're just gonna get straight into the interview but first before we do that we're gonna play this jam of former guest volumes off their album no sleep this is 91367 here on the hashtag krp Take a bribe, I'm going in Now watch me double back 
to the Kill Rock Podcast. Today I have Jimmy Smith from The Noise, bringthenoise.com. How you doing, Jimmy? Doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, what is, is it The Noise or is it Bring The Noise? The URL is Bring The Noise, but it's called The Noise. It's kind of like The Noise is the name and then the tagline would be Bring The Noise. Oh, I see. I see. So what yeah. is the noise? The noise is just like a, I guess you could say it's like a hardcore metal blog. It's like a community, I guess, where people can just come, just discover new bands, check them out, listen to them, talk to us about them, um, pretty much stuff like that. What are some of the bands that you cover? We have... Let Live on there, Every Time I Die, Architects, uh, let's see, who else have we talked about? We talked about Slaves, Beartooth, Volumes, Issues, In This Moment, uh, there's a whole bunch of bands on there. That's awesome. Yeah, we had Volumes on our show just a couple uh, weeks ago. Um, you did the review for him, right? Yeah, we, we we were able to check out the album a little early, so we put up a review of the album. Dude, that, that album was sweet. You think so? Yeah, I liked it a lot. <laughs> we uh yeah, we play a couple of the songs like every so often. I think they're like the only signed band that gave us permission to play whenever we want. Oh really? At least so far, yeah. And That's the, cool. Yeah, they're they're a great band. Um so what what how did you get this gig at the noise? And uh can you tell us something about Live Nation, which uh, I guess they run it, right? Or they own it? Yeah. Um, well, pretty much I just got an email that they're looking for writers for a new 
blog startup, I guess. And so I reached out and we were in touch and I told him the bands I'm into and kind of my experience as a writer, I guess, okay. quote unquote experience. Um, and so we were, everything was cool and they thought that was a perfect fit. So I came in. So it's, is it a blog or is it like a webzine? Uh, the noise. It's, a, it's a blog you okay. can go on it and like gen generally what our hope is is to introduce people to new bands like because you can actually go to the page and like artists have their own page to where mm -hmm. like their videos are on there and like their social medias and stuff and then it's like a blog on the side to where i'm writing about like new releases and new songs and stuff so it kind of like goes hand in hand together oh, i see so we both went to Musicians Institute. Uh, you did not get this gig through Musicians Institute, am I right? I, I did get it through Musicians Institute. Oh, you did Institute. get it through Musicians Institute, okay. Yeah. Through Carol Ann? Yeah, Carol Ann hooked it up. Like, it, was super, <laughs> it, it was super last minute. She was like, hey, I heard about this. You sound perfect for it. Like, apply for it. And I was like, I already have an internship right now, but I'll give it a go. Right. And it's, like, super rad. Like, I'm super happy that I got it. What were you doing before that? Um, I have an, another internship at uh, Side One Dummy. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, so were you, kinda, what were you doing so over I'm there? Doing, uh, Side One, just pretty much, like, general online stuff. Like, they're setting up a new website, so I'm helping, like get all the information right for the website and just doing a lot of organization online stuff. Okay. So we, uh, but okay. So music is suit. Uh, we graduated at the same time. Did you walk? Yeah, dude, I walked. Why didn't you walk? Because I was waiting for, uh, October. Why? It's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But you better be yeah. there. You better be there when I walk. Is that, is that how long it took for, or like, is that when the next graduation was, or was there one in between? Well, this is how it... Well, I chose not to walk because yeah. uh, of just some things that were going on at the time. But yeah. if I were to... Because I was doing the part-time schedule, and then right. I ended up going full-time my last quarter. Uh, if I were to uh, go part-time the whole year, I would have been walking at that time anyway. At the time that I am walking now. Gotcha. So... So in the time that I walked, yes. was there another was there another graduation ceremony in between October? I don't think so. No. Okay. You know, I'm I, trying to figure. I should probably call the registrar. I've been trying to figure out like the people that were that started with me that were part time. I'm trying to figure out when the heck they graduate. I think it will be in the. It should be in the winter. Dang, that's a long time. It's a whole. Well, if you're going part time, you have to take. It's like a whole year. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we both. It's, but it's funny because we didn't start at the same time. I actually started before you did, a quarter before right. you did. Yeah, yeah. and I, I did two quarters, and then the last quarter is kind of a blessing in disguise because uh, I got to hang out with you and Drew and. Uh, 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 what's the name? Uh, uh, and then I, I got to know you, and, uh, uh, and it's awesome to hear the, about your success. We decided for this podcast that we were going to talk about some bands, bands that are covered by the noise. And I just want to hear what you think about them. Uh, and I, I want you to be honest. Cause yeah, if you're dude. not, if you're not honest, I could tell because I'm looking right at your face. 
Let's go for it. So let's talk about Slaves. All right. What do you think of Johnny Craig's new project? Dude, I I love it. Like, love I think it. it is. Dude, like, Johnny Craig has been a fan. Like, I've been a fan of his for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, with Dance, Gavin Dance, Amorosa. And when I heard Slaves, it was like, all right, dude, it's cool. Like, like it's not as good as Dance, Gavin Dance, but, like, I can dig it. But then I got to see them and interview Johnny at Chain Reaction. Chain Reaction a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, dude, and, like, it was fantastic. Like, they were so good live. Like, all the dudes were super cool. And Johnny, he, he actually gave me a hug after the show. Like Really? Like, like, he came up to me and, like, was like, dude, like, what's up? Gave me a hug, and I was like... I'm gonna go home. I'm I'm gonna go home and like write that down and frame it and like remember it for the rest of my life, dude. Like, <laughs> slaves is legit. Like, it's super good. What's uh what's some of your favorite songs on the album? Uh, throughout, we are all equals. Um, well, they, the weird thing is with them, or I think really any Johnny, uh, band, they have some of the weirdest names. Like, and they're so hard to remember. Right, but. Like I, I the, know, I'm looking at him right now. Uh, my what is it? My soul is empty and full of white girls. Right. <laughs> like, like that. That's a good song. Uh, I like that one. Um, there's one about fire. The fire down below, maybe is that one too? The fire down below. That's the first track, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So those those are good ones. Generally, like if I hear it, it's like that's a good song. But like, their names are so hard to remember. Well, there was a there. Is the thing like with Johnny Craig? I've never been a huge fan. I thought with Emerosa, I didn't think his voice necessarily fit the sound. Yeah. Um, and we'll compare. Have you heard the new Emerosa yet? Not yet. No. Not yet. Okay. Well, then I'll compare because I bar- I started listening to Slaves after you told me that you wanted to talk about them. Yeah. Um, and there's the one thing. There, it's weird because Slaves isn't the the musical style isn't too different from Emerosa. But uh-huh. for some reason, I feel like his voice fits Slaves a lot better. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think Slaves' sound is like, I like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, Emerosa is a little bit softer, whereas the Slaves sound, yes. like, just, just the music itself comes mm-hmm. off a little bit more, like, heavier. Right. And it's just, it's just such a weird, because like, you hear, if you were to hear just the instrumentals, you'd be like, where's the breakdown? Like, where's the scream coming in? Mm-hmm. And instead, it's just Johnny singing. So, right. like, I don't know, dude. I like it. I think it sounds really good. I think it's great. Uh, the Hearts are of Our Young, the one that's featuring his sister. It's. I heard that song, and I saw the name. Uh, what's her name? Natalie Craig. And I listened to him sing, and I listened to her sing. And I'm like, dear God, they're like this. it's like the same voice. <laughs> dude i i don't know what's going on with that family but like they got the perfect singing genes going on there's like a there's so much vibrato and there's so much uh oh my gosh there's so much everything going on in in at least his voice um, like dude for people who like even like hate on johnny and say like like he's done some pretty shitty things like yes you're right but yeah. nobody can touch his voice dude like it is so 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 good I always wondered why he went the rock route because his voice would fit pop music so well. Yeah, and I mean, um, his solo stuff is like a little bit poppier, but it's not like straight pop. But I've always wondered that too because he said like his influences are like like Craig David. He said he really likes. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that guy. Uh, 
and like I think like Justin Timberlake and stuff. So it's interesting why he chose rock, but dude, I'm down with it. It's so good. Right. Um, now let's get into uh, Every Time I Die. Once again, another band that I'm not too fond of. I, I, you know this. I told you about this, dude. You never told me you didn't like them. I didn't say I didn't like them. I just said I'm not too fond of them. Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen them live before? I haven't, and I, that's why I won't go on to say that I don't like them. Well, that's why you aren't a fan because you haven't seen them live. I need. I know. I need to see them live, and you know what? I want to see them live on the Violent Gentleman tour with architects because then at least if i don't like every time i die i i'll know Ar- actually i'm sorry the ghost inside i think architect no is architects on architects that? yeah they yeah, are they are on it and uh a hundredth if anything yep. i like three quarters of those bands so <laughs> dude that tour is gonna be bananas right i don't understand how architects is on it, especially violent gentlemen being more of uh a hockey based uh which makes sense with Every Time I Die because you have Sabres fans, the Ghost Inside, you have Kings fans, and then you have Architects who are probably just soccer fans. Yeah, but I mean, they're all Epitaph bands, so it makes sense. Oh, see, I didn't really uh, put that... Not 100th. Are they yeah, Epita- not... They're on Mediascare too, still, right? Yeah, yeah, but those top three, yeah. um, they're all Epitaph. I actually got to talk to Andy from Every Time I Die a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw 100th at Chain Reaction, and Andy was there just chilling, and so of course, being a huge Every Time I Die fan, I went up and talked to him, <laughs> and he told me about that tour. And I was, like right away, I was like, "So it's like a super epitaph tour?" And he was like, "Yeah, pretty much." So, <laughs> and it's great that Violent Gentlemen's putting it on because uh, their names, their the name is synced a lot with hockey and sports, and now that they're getting in the music, uh, you know, touring business. Um, it's a great way for them to branch out as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. I actually went to a Violent Gentleman event. It was like down in like Santa Ana, oh. and they actually they actually had Andy Williams do a DJ set. Really? Yeah, they just had him like set up with like a laptop, just like spinning tunes. I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah, it was tight. So uh, on their new album, <laughs> I remember in class one day you told me not to watch the what 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 was the video for what song? Oh. Uh, decaying with the boys <laughs> you told me not to watch that video while in class you told me not to watch it in general right uh probably just not in class but you probably i think you did watch did. it in class i did yeah <laughs> it didn't take me long to figure out why you didn't want me to watch it in class yeah <laughs> I, I, it's a good video though what is it about every time i die that you like like honestly like I just don't think there's a lot of other bands out there making the same music as them. Like mm-hmm. they're they're hardcore punk like and they have include breakdowns and like I guess you could say like with like your typical medical metalcore band mm-hmm. they, they they all kind of just blend together and sound the same. Right. Like like it'll be like intro verse breakdown chorus breakdown verse outro and like with every time I died, coming from a hardcore background, they can do it all, and then throw in those breakdowns and still not sound like anybody else. Now, when they started, um, didn't they have kind of a southern feel to them? Yeah, 
I mean, they still kind of do. It's not as prominent on the new album, but yeah, there, there are people who would label them as like Southern rock. Mm-hmm. Okay, but even not... though they're from Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, what about uh, from Parts Unknown? Do you enjoy? And you know, I want your honesty. What parts don't you enjoy? Well. I I really like Thirst. That was the first song they put out. And I think it's only like a minute and like three seconds long or something like that. Mm. B- but it still has like everything. Like it has a breakdown in it. It has like a catchy chorus. Like it's like, I don't know. It's in, it's it's crazy to think that they got it all done in a minute. So it's right. super good. Then Decane with the Boys is good. Then there's also a song called More where Keith is playing the piano. Okay. Have you heard that one? I have not heard it. Uh, M-O-R, uh, M-O-O-R, right? Yeah. Not More, M-O-R-E. Right, right. I have not heard and it. And, dude, dude, it's like a super, like, like, I don't even know how to describe the piano. It's, like, down-tuned, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's like, it's like he's playing, like, a broken piano, and it sounds super cool. That's awesome. And... There's also a song that has Brian Fallon from Gaslight Anthem. Mm-hmm. So wow, yeah, what? dude. So so <laughs> they they kind of like came. They I don't think they've ever really had a feature on an album before like that prominent. And mm-hmm. then to, I definitely don't think they've ever had a piano. So it sounds like they did a lot of things different on this album, and it's totally rad. Yeah. Uh, what what. Comparing with all their other albums, um, for someone that is a new listener to them, what album would you say you need to listen to this first until you get up to a certain point? Well, it, it's kind of interesting because each album has its own, like, I I wouldn't say that they don't all sound alike, but mm-hmm. they all are somewhat different. Like, m- my first album that I got into them was New Junk Aesthetic. Uh, which had which was their first one on Epitaph, mm-hmm. and it, it's a it has a lot of breakdowns in it, and like I'm a breakdown fiend, so like I love it. Mm-hmm. But then like the album before the the Big Dirty, that one is a little more that southernness that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So those two are definitely my favorite. We'll get back with Jimmy Smith in just one moment, but first. We're going to play a jam by the band Convictions. They're going to be on the show in the next couple weeks. But until then, you can check out their EP, Unworthy, on iTunes as well as Spotify. This song is The Drifter, here on the hashtag KRP, the Kill Rock Podcast. Show you everything The shades which are tied up by the flesh I 
getting into well, you've seen Every Time I Die with a band that we both enjoy, The Chariot. Oh hell yeah! You saw them with the Every Time I Die. Um, I don't think I saw them with Every Time I Die, but I've definitely seen both bands like a ton of times. Well, I'm gonna use that as a segue. Alright, go for it. To talk about this, uh, I don't even know. Do you have to say the 68? Or is it just 68? There's no the. There's no the. No. So, Josh Scoggin, he goes all out with the chariot, but now it's just 68. Yep, dude, and that's what makes them. Like, you're, like, unleashing, like, a whole, like, volcano's worth of, like, just enjoyment and, like, excitement I have for this band. Because, like,. Their name alone is just so cool and just so different that it's just like, gosh, like how like how did nobody think of that? Like they're so cool. Yeah, why isn't there a band called Sixty Seven? Sixty what? Seven. Dude, I don't know about any band named Sixty Seven. But Sixty Eight. Sixty Eight. I I think they came up with the name. I I watched some interviews and mm-hmm. he said like him and his dad used to work on cars together or something like okay. that. And there was like a Sixty Eight something that they would work on. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you did the album review for 68, right? In Humor and I, Sadness? I did. And I read it, and you gush. Dude, it is... <laughs> dude, it is so good. You have no idea. <laughs> I do, because I've listened to it. Yeah, it is so good. And, like, I I just had to gush, because it's, like... it. it it was like nothing I've heard, especially from two dudes. Like, come on. Only right. two dudes making like such good music is incredible. And it's crazy because they're super talented dudes. You know, Josh Goggin, uh, obviously, lyrically, everyone knows how great he is. But guitar-wise, like, he destroys on this album. And then you have, uh, what's the drummer's name? Um, I forgot. Well, he's, but... from, he's from Becoming the Archetype, which, dear lord, they were like you know, techie as hell. And yeah. then you, you bring in, in humor and sadness and it's not so much that they dumb it down. It's, it's, it's simple, but it, not. Dude, it is, it's like, honestly, like it, it kind of doesn't do it justice to compare it to something like the white stripes. Cause like they're right. obviously two different, two different bands, but like it has the white stripes feel to where like Jack white can be playing a basic ass riff mm-hmm. and the drummer, she can be playing, like, something just any, like, six-year-old kid could play. Right. But together, it just sounds so freaking good. So, like, on 68, Josh can be playing, like, some simple riff, and, like, it's just, like, how, like, God, it's it's just so good, dude. What what about that album uh, do you enjoy? Dude, like, even at, like, okay, let's let's put it in this perspective. For listeners who haven't heard the album or anything, like, imagine just, like, going to a record store, you pick it up, and you're already like, damn, this is a cool uh, album cover, like, mm-hmm. with the pink and the camera and stuff. Right. And then you you turn it over, and if, you, if the track list is even on there, I don't even know. Have you seen the track list for it? Yeah, I have the track list on my iTunes. Dude, it's just, like... Why? Like, how do you even, like, what is that? Like, nobody is going to just put a friggin' letter for every track. Like, it's just so, oh. And then like, have yeah, it spell just, something out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, is, what does it say? Regret not? Or Regret something? not, yeah. 
Yeah, and it's like, and the thing that was so hard about writing that review is no one would tell me what the track list was like. Like you would look on one site and they only had the letters, right? And then, and then you if have... you looked on, uh, if you looked on another site, it just said track one, track two, track three. Right. But it's actually track one R, track, track two, two E. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, and then through the what, alphabet. Like, yeah, and it's like what the, what the hell? Like, how do you think <laughs> to do that? Like. I don't know. It's so cool, and it's so confusing to uh, to the people, the, the the media that wants to cover them. Because yeah, then you have like, two different titles. You have two songs that are just track whatever and then E. Right. It's like when Chasing Victory, this band out of uh, uh, Georgia, uh, yeah, Georgia, they released an album called Fiends, and they had like a song called Chemicals. But then there was like a subtitle to it in the brackets, and it has nothing to do with Chemicals. It was just like. Was it there one that was like Dr. Jekyll and Stephen Hyde from that 70s show? Just like uh -huh. ridiculous things. And uh, the same thing with with uh, 68. And by the way, yeah. the drummer's name, uh, Michael McClellan. Yeah, that's he what was it becoming, was. Yeah, he was in Becoming the Archetype. And they're on Good Fight Entertainment. Uh, and you could pick up their album in uh, Humor and Sadness. Did I say dude, that? it is. No, in Humor and Sadness, dude. Yeah. It is so, it's so good. Like... From beginning to end, like it's it's incredible, and they have like behind the scenes stuff. Right? And have, have, did you see the video? The music uh, video. I was just gonna the music video, right? Or yeah, the documentary that music video. Did you see the first music video they put out for it? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I feel like I did. It was two videos in one. Yeah, yeah. With the one was Josh on top, and then the other was Michael on the bottom. Dude, yeah. that is like again. It's like, what are you doing? Like, who is doing this? Like, this is incredible. And you could only, pl you have to play them both. Yeah, mm -hmm. like one video that's Josh only has the guitars on it. Yeah, and then the one that's just the drummer only has drums. So you have yeah. to sync them up perfectly. And, <laughs> and because of the song titles, you can't really say like which song it was. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know. It's just amazing. Like everything they do is just like. Of course, of course you're doing that. Like, yeah, you're doing someone something no one else has done. Of course you did. Like, you're that cool. Well, it's one thing he did with The Chariot. The Chariot was known for their aggressive live sound and their live uh, performance. Now you have yeah. 68, and there's only two of them. Uh, you're not going to have a guy like Wolf jumping around the stage and, you know, going crazy. So you got to kind of compensate through create. And it's funny because I think a lot of people would probably see The Chariot and see their live performance and say, like, oh, you know, this is bogus. Like, what do they really do? But when you actually listen to the albums, they were they wrote some of the more creative, uh, what my friends would call atonal music. <laughs> yeah. Um, so nothing bad about 68. Nothing bad about 68 at all. And, dude, speaking of the Chariot, like, like I'm, I'm being serious about this. I think there are days where, like... It kind of hits me like they're not gonna make any new music, right. and like I get I get bummed out for a while, and I have to watch <laughs> them live for, like a little bit to get over it. Uh, if you want to watch a great live performance, you could go watch one at Indivision Music, where a guy named Keith Settles interviews Josh, and then at the end there's a music video for Evan Perks. <laughs> <laughs> not uh, not trying to uh, promote within the promotion. Dude, nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's a plug that was have you plug. have you ever seen them live uh i think they play in like russia or something have you watched that was it russia or was it uh new zealand 
I think it was Russia. Was it the house performance? No, 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 not oh, okay. not the house one. Okay. There's a video. There's a video online where I, I'm pretty sure they're in Russia. I, dude, it is nuts. Like, like kids on top of kids on top of kids <laughs> on top of kids, dude. And like everyone's on stage and like it is bonkers. Like you you have to watch that one. I'm pretty sure it's Russia. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like uh, a chariot performance. I've always wanted to see them in Douglasville at their home venues because uh, I've seen those videos and oh, they're, they're pretty crazy on there as well. That would be insane to see them. Yeah, dude, it's in a, it's in Moscow. Moscow. Just look up. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. Now, see, when I was talking about us being at Musicians Institute, I kind of forgot why I brought it up, but... Uh, it was cool because the first two semesters I was there, or the quarters I was there, I was hanging out, like, every one of my classes were cool, like, I loved everyone in my class, but, uh, but you were the first one that I actually bonded with, because you were the only one that I knew that liked the same music I did. Dude, I don't know what it is, like, I think it's kind of rare when you come across someone that's like, you like that band? Like, yeah. dude, I like that band. And then once you find that person, it's like, I'm not letting you out of my sight, because, right. like, you're the, you're the only person I've been able to talk to you about this kind of music yeah and i think the closest was probably drew but he it, he's more into like the uh i guess uh, uh i guess a throwback type metal like yeah, old metal. yeah. <laughs> like that was a good face <laughs> <laughs> but everyone yeah. else is like everyone there's else there is like into hip-hop and they're into like pop or whatever so it was like oh you like and it was the chariot chariot was our middle ground yeah, I mean, dude, Randall was my homie there, and yeah. he still is, but he's into gospel uh, R&B. Right. So, like, I can't be like, yo, dude, do you hear this every time I die? Like, <laughs> I remember you told me the, uh, about the first time you showed them the chariot. Oh, dude, they couldn't handle it. <laughs> oh, man, those guys are great. It was great sitting there in uh, Rich Ezra's class uh, doing the whole uh, article stuff. And, mm-hmm. yeah, talking that about that stuff. Time. That was good times. Good times. When it'd be an hour class and we'd get out maybe like an hour and a half after that hour ended. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's talk about Being as an Ocean. Dude, another band that is just like, <laughs> just like doing it differently and just doing it so well. Like, I don't know if like, I, I'd like to think, like, I know a ton of music, but, mm. like, there are times when it's, like, bands come up and it's, like, I can't even, like, comprehend this or, like, compare it to anything, and it's, right. like, they, like, they're so good. Like, it's, like, the singer is just, like, almost, like, reading poetry right. while they're just, like, rocking out and, like, dude, it's so good. Yeah, because they're kind of, like, um, it was the first time I heard them, I heard a lot of hundredth type sounds except not maybe like or maybe hundredth was the wrong band uh everything in slow motion i think that was a band that i could that was the closest band i could compare them to but at the same time they don't do exactly the same things you know that band did like there's Uh spoken word and yet but there's like screaming and yet there's clean singing and yet there's all this stuff involved in, in in their music yeah how do you feel about how we both wonder wonder that's a that's a uh, tongue twister how we both wondrously perish I know dude that that's such a the word wondrously is such a weird word it like is. 
But um, but dude, that album is it's sick. Like um, I'm trying to think of this song. What's the song they have the video for? Uh, it, oh, it's in French. That's why I can't say it. Uh, la es, l- wait, sorry. Les, le exquisite dolor or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that song is gonna be like on my playlist for like years. Like really? that song is that song is so good. Now, uh, did you get the album when it was released? Uh, I actually didn't get i actually didn't hear the album for a while because i think it came out earlier in the year in like february or something yeah, like that yeah and i didn't really get into it until they were coming around in tour and i knew that i was going to talk to them so i wanted to that's catch right. up on it that's right because you recently just talked to them right yeah i, I did an interview with with their guitar player mm. how'd that go how are they, are they nice dudes i'm trying to get them on the show uh pretty soon yeah, dude, they're, they're pretty cool. Um, I do, and just at Chain, like, it's just so cool at Chain Reaction because there is, like, no backstage, really. Like, right. everybody just chills in the parking lot. So, right. like, you just go in the parking lot, and there's, like, every band member just chilling. So you can kind of go up and approach anybody. Right, because, like, the backstage, that's kind of, like, the loading area. That's where, like, everyone puts their gear. So there's not enough room to hang out back there. Right, right. There's There, there are a couple couches back there, but, yeah. like, there's everyone's in the parking lot i loved when when we would play a chain reaction i love the fact that there was a, a toilet back there because you don't want to go in that public toilet i don't no, even know if you want to go in the backstage toilet to be honest dude yeah the toilets there are pretty gnarly because yeah. i mean that place has been around for so long so yeah i mean uh that's where uh thrice made their uh that was thrice's first big pay-to-play show believe it or not was, thrice did a pay-to-play was, it was chain reaction really with the ataris when the oh, when dude. the Ataris were blowing up, dude, the Ataris are rad. Yeah, they're so good. I'm <laughs> hoping, hoping, hoping there's a new album in them because I still listen to So Long Astoria. Yeah, that album is so good. It's really good, I, it, it, and it, I got I caught on late to that album. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I never I I've heard. I mean, obviously you hear the cover of Boys of Summer and. Uh, uh, in this diary and uh, um, the saddest song, like I've heard those songs, but it took me a long time to be able to listen to the actual album. And once I did, I was like, I was hooked. And it's just something that I'll put if I'm just driving, I'll randomly put that album on. It's one of those albums for me. Like, like, dude, isn't it kind of crazy? Like that point of time, like that was probably like just about ten years ago, maybe older. Like right. that that era of music like all these 10 year anniversaries that are coming yes. out are just like mind-blowing like i don't think 10 years from now there's going to be these albums that are just going to be like oh my god that was such a part of my life because like 10 years ago dude like there's so many like the census fail album right. the like uh i don't even know they're what, only what chasing else? safety came out 10 years ago uh yeah, yeah the end of heartache by kill switch came out 10 years ago three cheers dude, came I, out 10 years ago it's like the used Sega Max Sunday, like all yeah. that, like all that screamo that blew up in that time, dude, was like amazing. I think where you want to be, uh, well, maybe where you want to be is the, I think this is, yeah, I think it came out in two thousand four, but then next year you have like VSU and you have the Everglow by May and you have all sorts of other albums that came out ten years ago. 
Yeah, it's it's incredible. I like I I'm not I'm not super big fan of this band, but I actually went and covered a Coheed show uh on Friday. Um wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. We are not going to talk crap about Coheed on this show. I I'm not talking crap about Coheed. <laughs> I, I'm just saying I never really got into them that much. And why is that? Is there are they too prog for you, Jimmy? <sighs> I mean, at the time when uh uh I just forgot the song. What is Good Eye Sniper? What's the song oh, called? Uh, um... <laughs> no, I'm losing it. Yeah, you, uh, you're the fan, dude. You can't even remember what it's called. No, I can't. You just threw me off by saying you don't like them. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, um... Favorite House Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When, when that song came out, it kind of was like a turnoff to me. Like, I was really? like... Because, dude, like, from from absolutely knowing nothing about this band, mm. just, just seeing this dude with, like, this gnarly, crazy hair, and then when he puts in a ponytail, it doesn't even look like the same person. <laughs> the voice the voice is so high, it's like, is this a girl? Or is, like, what is going on here? So, right. like, but now when I saw them, they played that song, I was singing along, dude, because it was, like, it's a classic. There's a lot of nostalgia in it, and I, that album came out uh, 11 years ago. Yeah, so that was the tour they were doing. They played the whole album in full. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. I know uh, Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star 4, it's hitting its 10-year anniversary next year. Dang. So that, yeah, means, the, that means Welcome Home is 10 years old. That's crazy. That is totally gnarly. It's crazy Dude. how these bands, and you're right, these bands, they changed how we listen to music, how we listen to this style of music, and... Maybe the maybe the kids that are around nowadays that are listening to the Pierce the Veils and the Sleeping with Sirens, no matter how much I mean, do you you enjoy those bands or maybe not? Pierce the Veil, yes, they band Sirens, no. Okay, well, I mean, there's these bands that I mean, I don't enjoy the color morale. Uh, hopefully, I could get them on the show one day, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not a huge fan of them. But you never know. In ten years, it I can't possibly think or comprehend that people are going to say this band changed how they listen to music. Yeah, dude, I, I totally agree. Cause like, I, I feel like when the screamo scene exploded, nobody was making that music. So all of a sudden it was like, Holy shit. What is this? Right. I want, I want a ton of this. Whereas 10 years later, everyone's making the same music. Yeah. So it's like, it's nothing new. It's like, it might sound a little bit different here and there to where it's like, that's really good uh, versus that's not that good, but it's not so mind-blowing. I mean, like, 68, 10 years from now, I'll be like, that's my jam. But, yeah. like, a lot of the bulk of albums that are coming out now, it's like, 10 years later, it's like, won't do a thing for me. I think around 2009, that was the time when I hit that point where it's like, oh, when new bands listen to music... I like it because I think 2010 came around and a newer breed of bands came out and I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, that was probably when people started putting in like, like electronic yeah. stuff into their music. But I mean, it's it's cool, but it's all due to what we were a part of ten years ago. So right. if that never ne never happened, these other bands wouldn't be around. So well, who do you think in ten years? Let's start from the year 2010 since we're ha almost halfway through the decade from 2010 to where we're at now in 10 years, who do you think will still be re relevant uh, 
in in this new breed? Do you can you even assume? Dude, I honestly like I've always had this discussion like what bands are going to be around to like like obviously the bands we're into they're not playing stadiums and stuff like they're not right. like super big like for example like Paul McCartney's been playing music forever Rolling mm-hmm. Stones like our music's never I don't think the music today is going to have the longevity or even close to like a percentage of like those kind of people right. like these bands are kind of like a dime a dozen now mm-hmm. and they're I don't know if it's like cuz the money isn't good enough that they can last long enough or that their music just isn't that great I think a lot of what we talked about at the MI we went to, uh, and Rich Ezra kind of, he, he, he pushed it so hard my last quarter was the access that we get with, while streaming and stuff, and do you think that is going to hurt these bands in the future? Or do you think, I mean, re- reports say that in a few years it should balance itself out. Do you think that's going to happen? Dude, I don't think. I think streaming is awesome because like I can discover bands I've never heard of or bands I never wanted to listen to, but end up liking, like I would never give them the time of day if I had to buy their album. Right. So on that perspective, it's good. But from like everyone just listening to everything for free, that doesn't help. And I was actually thinking of this the other day. What, what do you think would have happened if streaming came out to where if you were free, you could only listen to like five or six albums a month. Right. And you had to, like, kind of pick. And then, whereas if you bought it, you can listen to anything. Okay. Like, do you think that would have made well, a difference? Well, when you say five to six album, is that five... You could listen to those five to six albums through the month? Or you only get one shot through the whole album? Like, imagine if you had, like, a, like a coin. And it was like, I put my coin for this CD. I'm going to get to listen to this CD. And it's one of my five. Like... Okay. People would people would be like, dude, screw that. I'm paying for this so I can listen to everything. That's true. I, I hear you. Um, Jimmy, is there any last things you want to say to the Kill Rock audience? Um, no, just just follow us everywhere: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, like, and any and all followers are appreciated at this point. <laughs> Bringthenoise.com and. Uh, at, if you're gonna follow them, if you're gonna like them on Facebook, the backslash is, is it the noise? But the o, the o is a zero. Yep, we okay. had to be creative because there were like a bunch of bands already named Noise and like a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. So, so yeah, it's Facebook at that, and then we're on Instagram as be the noise with just the b. Okay. And Tumblr is be the noise dot dot com, and the noise on Twitter is just the noise. Awesome. Kill Rock followers, go follow bringthenoise.com. Go follow them on, or, sorry, yeah, go bringthenoise.com. Follow the noise at Facebook, whatever, yada, yada, yada. If you do and you let us know and you have proof, maybe there will be uh, some gifts for you. Yeah, we'll hook you up with a tour or something, some tickets. <laughs> See? It doesn't hurt having friends in the right places, right? Yep. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, dude. And with that, we want to thank Jimmy Smith from The Noise for coming on the Kill Rock podcast, the hashtag KRP. 
truly enjoyed it. I can't wait to get him back on the show. We are totally going to get him back on the show. And we're going to talk about, most likely, the future of the underground heavy music scene, as well as future albums that are said to come out in 2015. Uh, you know, I'm kind of behind on that. Uh, I haven't really checked out what's said to come out in 2015, uh, except for the band Bandit, in which my good friend Dan Bishop, he's a guitar player for them, and he's going to be on the show in a few weeks. That's a little plug. Anyway... I love what the noise is doing. Uh, I check out bringthenoise.com for my news, as well as uh, some of the lists they do. They some, do some great things on Wednesdays. Uh, they call their weekly list Weird Wednesdays. And basically every band that does not do a breakdown that's not heavy at all, they give some props to those bands, as well as the bands that they covered. You know, They're not just going to talk about the heavy bands. They're going to talk about the whole scene in general and then you have their monday list uh i believe it's just it's a list of youtube videos a mix of youtube videos and they have their favorite heavy songs of the week so go check out the noise bring the noise.com and uh their twitter at the noise as well as on facebook backslash the noise and the o in the noise is actually a zero a number zero so go check out The Noise. We want to thank them for letting Jimmy come on the show. Next week, we're going to have a good friend of mine. I mentioned him a little bit before. We're going to have my good friend, Dan Bishop, who's actually standing behind me right now. No joke. He's from a band called, you probably heard him laugh. He's from a band called Bandit. They're coming out with a new album next January. Dan, what was it called again? Of Life. We're going to talk about Of Life. Here on the Kill Rock Podcast, and we are going to leave you with one last song. This is American Arson with their song, They'll Know Us By Our Love. We'll see you guys next week with Dan Bishop. Stay tuned to the hashtag KRP. KRP.